Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Christian is walking out the Canyon Crest Ravens. Thank you so much to CCA for coming in. Um, again, Tommy Morris, Podia Silva, Noah Alexina. You can, you can still jump on the mic if you want. You're, yeah, stick around. You, you've interviewed a more famous person than any of us. you got Tim Kirchin on your, on your show. So you, you win. You are, you're, you're winning here. So just re- now, re- reintroduce yourself to the people. Uh, I'm Dominic Stern, senior at Canyon Crest Academy. Pitcher and uh, number one scorekeeper in the county. And has already agreed to do his college commitment to whatever intramural team he plays on on the show. Correct. Okay. Uh, Chase here as well, Bodie. I already mentioned you guys. Kind of afford ourselves here. Do you want to keep doing the minor league baseball thing? I like it. Yeah. Okay. So you are the, the, <laughs> the Montgomery Biscuits, you said, is your, your it's, go-to? It's definitely a top three probably logo for me. Love that. Montgomery Biscuits. It is a great logo. So it's, it's a basically a biscuit with um, – Butter in his mouth and two googly eyes on top of his Yeah, head. a pat of butter is like the, the tongue. Wait, what, 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 what is his name? I haven't seen his name. It should be, oh, what if his name was Pat O. Butter? Ooh, oh, I need to hire you right now. I've ever heard. Like, that's, that's, like Tommy redeemed himself for the Binghamton bro. Rumble Ponies mistake. Earlier. Compared to Jalapeno the Jalapeno, that's incredible. Jalapeno the Jalapeno. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, so is Mr. Met, like in Major League, is Mr. Met the most classic? like well, Or Mr. Red or whatever his well, name is. Oh, the Philly Fanatics up there. Um, oh, Wally. That's the Red Sox, right? The Red yeah. Sox Green Monster, yeah. Um, I mean, the chicken doesn't make an appearance all oh, the time. Okay. So, Oh, uh, actually, it- I went trick-or-treating one time in the neighborhood the chicken lives at. He opened the door in his chicken costume, and I just like looked at him and I went... Why don't you show up in anything anymore, buddy? Do you know you can? Really sad. You know you can buy the Boltman costume. He was trying to sell on eBay. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> uh, how what much would is you going for? Not for a me. lot. <laughs> yeah. Like I think he. I, I don't think it ever sold because it was like fifteen thousand dollars. It was ridiculous. I'm, I'm gonna look this up, but it was it was a ridiculous amount. Overestimating his worth. Well, also, what were you gonna do with that outfit? Exactly. Just pretend to be him. Yes. Like for a Halloween costume, you're gonna pay thousands and thousands of dollars for a Halloween costume. Auction ends without sale despite $71,000 bid. $71,000 what he wanted? They said that was a bid that they placed. Like, that was a bid that was placed? Okay, but here, oh, okay. gentlemen, this, this, this feels like he probably placed a bid himself to try and drive up the price, and then uh, he couldn't pay it himself, $71,000. Yeah. Well, oh. So it said 50% of the winning bid he dedicated to Rady Children's Hospital, and then net proceeds after all taxes and fees would have been 20000 So Jeez. he was hoping... Over six figures. Wow. Yeah, that, that's 71. Insane. We, I don't even know what you would do with that. Yeah. I, I have a new wow, people, I have another the things people do, buy these days, huh? It's crazy. I, I have know. a new mascot here. There's the Everett Aqua Socks. Ooh. Ooh what is, aqua Socks. What's an Aqua Sock? No, aqua Sock, it's like a set. Ever, that frog, right? Ever, yeah, yeah. My first ever team I ever played on growing up in Little League for a T-ball were the Aqua Socks. Isn't an Aqua Sock team. also a shoe? Well, like yeah, this, here, oh, yeah, it is. Like, um... When you, so it's like, uh, you don't get blisters. Yeah, like when you're, I mean, my mom used to make me wear them when I was a little kid. Yeah. Like it's a very, it's, yeah, so you don't get blisters. So you don't do something stupid or run on glass. Like you go to like a river or something, you want to have aqua socks on. Right. That's like, yeah, that's that actually true because you don't know what's in those rocks. Exactly. The mascot yeah. is a cross between a Pacific fro- tree frog and a Central American red-eyed tree frog. Of course. And thus, the aqua socks is the conclusion we reach. I wonder what Christian's going to think when he, re- when he <laughs> listens back to this. this. Yeah, no, we, 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 we were supposed to be having you talk about track, and now we're talking about aqua socks. Do you want to talk about track a little bit? Uh, Yeah, yeah, you know, I'll, we could talk about track. Um, So, so far in this track season, um, uh, we talked about this before, but times are getting broken every single week. Uh, it's one of the faster years that we've had um, in recent memory. And uh, there's been a lot of good invitationals and a lot of good results. So first, I want to start with uh, junior Eric Parker. 
from Helix. Last year as a sophomore, he had a 49. So he was someone that was on that radar, someone that with training in the offseason could potentially jump to be a top runner in the county. And he uh, had a 48-72 in the 400 at the Bronco Invitational. And um, man, a 48, That's he has so much room to work with still and such a... Um, with training by CIF time, he could really uh, make that time go down. So shout out to Eric Parker, uh, Keenan Christian, who we all, yes, we are talking track and field. You wait, were we supposed to? Oh wait, where, where's Christian going? I don't know. He's left. He sprinted. Right, out well, there. he gets to miss out on the track and field talk. So Keenan Christian, ten five two PR in the one hundred at the sixteenth annual Elmer Rouge Invite, and um, a ten five two is for non. Oh, wow. It's, it's phenomenal. It's, <laughs> thank you, Tom. I mess up every time. I saw some video. I mean, he was moving. Moving, moving. It's crazy. because <laughs> right? We've seen the show last year all season, and then right here in the beginning of the season at this Invitational, he gets a PR. So big shout-out to Keenan. It shows that with, with hard work, even though he's already at the top, he still is working hard, and he wants to get better. So shout-out to Keenan. And then what I really want to get into is Jonathan Valesco. Um, Jonathan Valesco at the A6 Laguna Beach trophy invite he had uh he pr'd in the mile and the two mile so amazing long distance accomplishment i know a lot long distance doesn't get a lot of love like that but for him to be currently the number one runner in san diego in the mile and the two mile and he did it in the same day representing san diego in a invite with uh kids from all over the state that's that's big time right I, there. I got a question for you. So how how long is the wait time in between the one mile race and the two mile race? Because he didn't have to just get no, right back no, out no. there. You there's um there's a grace period. I would say like ah oh, man thirty thirty to forty five minutes. Oh man, but I'd want like a, a week. Yeah, yeah. Give me a month. Depends too because there could be different tiers. So I an invitational he probably had more time because there's like three different races for like the one hundred right. So. They have the A heat, the B, like there's different heats. So maybe he got a little bit more time, but still to run three miles in one day and then now you're number one in the county in both events, that's tough. Like, I've got another ignorant track, track question for you. Yes, sir. Do they always run the events in the same order? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so so. Uh, off the top of my head, I can't remember all of them, but they start with the four by one. Uh, then they go hurdles, like a hurdle event. They go distance and then it goes back to like a short distance event and it just goes, keeps going. And then the, at the end is the four by four. Okay, that makes sense because then you you do long, short, long, so that the because yeah. generally people in the long distance are gonna be the same race mm-hmm. more than once. Same with short distance guys. Exactly. So, so you get you get some time in between, which is good for the athletes, especially for like the monster athletes like the Keenan Christians who have to do three or four events. They have some time to you know rest up before they get to their next one. Uh, Noah, while you're still talking track, this is a fortuitous opportunity because we have a our first track and field guest of hey. the season. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Carmen Ramirez, and I go to UC. And what events do you um, participate in? I do four by one long jump, and I'm starting to do high jump. My goodness, we got field here uh, covered. Um, mm-hmm. She did not plan on being on air tonight, so we apologize <laughs> for throwing you into the fire. You came here as part of the volleyball podcast that's going on with Nolan Huckabone, but uh, can you give us a little insight on what UC track has been up to this year? Um, we just won our we just won our first league me against patrick henry both girls and boys won and we just did our very first uc classic with different schools from all over san diego no did you ever do any of the jumping events any of the high jump triple jump no, long jump, any of that, that kind of stuff that wasn't for me i stuck to the short distance and the relays the- now was that done off of experience did you did you do it once and then be like "Ooh, no actually i don't like this or did you just look <laughs> at that and be like 
I, I like going around defenders. I like going through defenders. I never <laughs> jumped over anybody anyway, yeah. so I'm not going to try this. I mean, growing up, I'm going to be honest, I think my weakest skill says I don't have a lot of hops. So, like, that never really was a thought to me to just do the jumping. Doesn't keep you out of the but, gym, though. But, yes, but it, it is really exciting to see those jumping events, and I really think it's one of the most under, more underrated events in track and field. So, well, so it's very so exciting what, to so see. So what goes into wanting to do that kind of stuff? I mean, like, did, did, were you just always jumping over stuff as a kid? And you're like, <laughs> oh, this makes sense. Like, I'll go do the high jump. I'll go do the long jump. Or, or like, how do you arrive at that point? Well, my story is pretty funny. I kind of just wanted to stop sprinting for a little bit, and I saw our new long jump coach. I just don't want to run anymore. I just didn't want to. I was so tired. But let me tell you, the workouts are a lot harder for jumping because it's a lot of leg strength, and all the warm-ups are a lot tougher. But, um, yeah, it's it's really hard. But you have once you get the hang of it, you just go right through. But you can do the thing where everybody claps at the same time. Oh yeah, jump, which is oh, pretty cool. yeah. That's like that's <laughs> yeah. that might be one of the coolest yeah. like, sports traditions that I did not know about until yeah. way too late in my life. Just having everybody stand in there clapping before a big jump. Yeah, you could feel that the energy. Like it's, it feels like everyone in the stands and everyone like at the track meet is just giving that energy to that one competitor, and I really feel like it makes a difference. And uh, it's not surprising that a lot of people PR in those moments because they just feel good. It makes them feel better. So how do you balance that, like doing different events? Because uh, you said, I know you said the warm-ups are different for doing different things. So like in a normal track meet where you got to jump, run, how do you like control all that? Well, actually, since long jump and high jump have like a pretty good, like it's it starts from the very, very beginning to I think it's about the 800. So four by one, since it's the very first event, I get it right out of the way. And then I just move right into doing my long jump warm-ups and I go and I go through my four runs. So you so you you don't really have a lot of time to like relax, huh? Or do you, okay, that's crazy. Because I know for me, like I would run my event like let's go, I'm done. I get to go to the, <laughs> the, the okay, to put on. you put the like the, the track pants on, yeah, just kind of yeah, I put my sweats oh, back yes. on. I go to the concession stands and I'm just acting a fool. Like wait till all the other races are done. But I, I feel like track and field like for it's kind of is half sports, half hang out with your friends. It it's the biggest like constructed event like with everybody there because after you run like say so a guy like me i'm only doing one event maybe two events just there rest of the day i'm everybody. kicking it like chilling with the homies meeting new people from different schools it's a very like and it's the one sport where you're okay with not playing at that time like like football i feel like if you were off the field for a chunk of the yeah. game you'd be like this this, this is not why i yeah, signed like, up well, for this, this give me the ball. My, yeah so like well i'm not running the two mile like that's yeah. not my thing you <laughs> yeah, know so i'm perfectly fine well, rooting on other teammates and kicking back yeah, it's also the only sport where like your teammate could be participating in something you're literally sitting there eating pizza pizza or something like that yeah, <laughs> like yeah. after you're done and, and i think you could speak to this too like the track and field community is very like close so like, yes. everyone, Always. everyone wants everyone to pr and it's just a good environment and um i think those those environments are what create the most prs and i think those are the most memorable moments i would take from track is everyone was just being super encouraging and uh because that grind that track grinds a process and everybody understands how much work you have to put into that just for of one minute like you know just to run for a little bit or just to jump three times like you prepare all that time just to jump three times so everyone understands the struggle and it uh, generates a lot of love in the community for sure. All right, we'll give you some more time to prepare because we got to go to a commercial break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio here in San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Yeah, yes, ma'am. Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris, Christian Pedersen, Noah Alexina, Bodie Silva, Chase. 
He's in the house. Going to talk about some golf pretty soon. Again, at SD Prep Insider for playing along. We had in the first hour, Canyon Crest Baseball was here, and a giant challenge thrown out to Santa Fe Christian for a, a massive dodgeball extravaganza fiasco phenomena extravaganza. I don't know. I ran, I ran out of words. So this is going to turn into an international incident. We're going to need the U.N. to come in and mediate this, um, which is my natural segue to the one person that I know that runs a model U.N., and that is Chase Osborne. And uh, Chase Osborne is also a nerd for golf. He recorded one of his shows today, Tee It Up. You want to give us just a little uh, – let's see, let's see if he can do this correctly because up until now, Chase has been a speed bump to this show. He's played active defense at every turn as we try He's to first grow. first team all-CIF defense. He's first team all-CIF <laughs> show defense as he tries to actively stop us from becoming a bigger and better radio show. So, Chase, you have a show entirely dedicated to this. I would like to see if you can nail the radio tease where you give them a little nugget but you make sure you drive them to go check out the show. Don't meander. Don't get lost. Don't start wandering around talking about the top 400 golfers. Um, so, Chase, nail this radio transition. Nail this segment. Talk a little bit of golf. All right. So, first, in the team sector, uh, we have big news coming out of there. Usually, it the order goes one Tory Pines, two Tory Pines B, and then whoever is the best <laughs> team in San Diego. <laughs> The order has changed. Tory Pines B has fallen, and Lacosta Cannon is now oh, tight no. on Tory Pines' tail. So, uh, and for a little bit more on the Avocado West League, you can go over to tee it up, and then going over into the individual statistics. I, I thought you were going to say Tory Pines B has overtaken Tory Pines A. Oh, that, that would be, be so ridiculous. Like Breaking news and a half. Do you switch the letters after that? I don't know. I think you got to wear it. It's like a, it's like a pride thing. Yeah, uh, I yeah. Know. I think you demand that the A team give you their polo shirts to golf in. Yeah, you get the better. You get the better uh, tee times too. Yeah, and yeah. then going into uh, the individual sector, um, this past Monday, uh, the City Cup was played over at St. Market's a tournament featuring all the North County teams. Uh, just one big score coming out of there. We had a five under. So in nine holes, five under means you're you you have at least five birdies, if not one eagle. Um, Ryan Mendez, one of the players from Torrey Pines B, achieved a 31 five under in that tournament. And for other scores from that tournament, you got to go check out Tee It Up. While we have him in the studio, uh, Nolan Huckabone is also a golfer. Um, Sheesh is his response to that. Um, I think no one. You're a varsity golfer. Um, <laughs> you're uh, playing two sports at once right now. I am. I am Impressive. So. I'm surprised that you haven't also made it onto the baseball team um, just to just to hang out with them. Also, um, I actually was out there today, but nice for their practice. Um, really? Yeah, I was actually out there today. So, coach, shout out to Coach Vlado. He gave me a few BPs, um, but that was just for fun. But I'm not. Did Adam, <laughs> did Adam take batting practice in his Crocs? No, he did not. He, he those are game day Crocs. You wanted me just to make that clear? Yes, those are game day Crocs. So, but are you are you and you and him are friends? Yeah. Okay, good because there's some weird laughter yeah. and tension going on. Yeah, I was I was I remember I, I, that you, you didn't. It wasn't specifically said, yeah. but you just felt. So, uh, Chase. You nailed the previous segment, and now you play defense by distracting the guy. Oh who my I'm gosh! To. Um, any golf perspective oh. you can give us on what's going on? Uh, you want to you want to hit him with the team update again, and, and we'll get some reaction. Lacosta Canyon is now the number two team in San Diego, rather than Tory Pines, Pines B. Is B team. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, I, I did so know how, about how big that. Is that that Tory Pines B team is no longer the number two team. I mean, I think that's great for LCC, but Tory Pines is. 
like could mean nothing Tory to Pines. Else. Yeah, I mean exactly. If you don't go to Tory Pines, you don't like Tory Pines. Let's just put it that way. So <laughs> I don't know. On the poll. Yeah, <laughs> you don't go to Tory Pines. Do you like Tory, Tory Pines? Pines? Yeah, I don't know, man. Which They're... is why we transition now over to Bodie. Where'd you go to high school again? I did go to Tory Pines. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. His face is cardinal red. Um, I feel like so, whenever that happens, like someone's face isn't that red, and then when they say it, whoosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It happens to the best of it. It happens to me all the time. So, Bodie, how's baseball going? It's good. Um, I know we talked a little earlier. The power rankings did come out today, and we're still a while away from the brackets coming out. But I do, I did want to say I like that system rather than the max preps updates because for your team, you can go and calculate, hey, if we beat these guys, if these guys lose, where will we be rather than following a max prep system that maybe some people know the algorithm to, but most of us have no idea until we get that update on a Tuesday or Friday. I'm looking, sorry, I got distracted by minor league baseball promotions. So. All right, well, I mean, we, we, can tr- we, we, we still have one last member. I, I guess he can see the t- he can see the computer screen. I was going to say we have one last member of the Candy Crest team we could. Quiz. No, I'm, no, I, I'm moving on from team names to promotions now. So, Tommy, please, please walk people through what you what you have wound up googling. Uh, yeah, I was looking up the top promotions. Apparently, uh, the Memphis Redbirds, um, obviously of the Cardinals, had o- organ donor night. So they their uniforms had uh, organs on them. So all the intestines and the lungs and everything in there. Who is their PR guy? Like a genius. <laughs> Nothing will ever be better than the Orioles Braille night where they were honoring uh, blind people. Wait, they had bra- what? Yeah, they. So, so why do you do their that? jerseys were uh, they were braille. They were designed with braille. Really? Yeah, it was. It was not the best Something look. Special. That's awesome. Not, really nice. I mean, yeah. but it was classic kinda. because they were the worst team in the MLB last year, and they had the most blind hitter on the face of the earth, Chris Davis, hitting for them. So <laughs> it just fit. It fit. It did. It sense. Something funny about that. Okay, so Bodie, back to the. <laughs> yeah. What? He showed Wait. the Braille jerseys. Oh, that's awesome. That's... I was looking at that. Oh, we have, we have now I'm completely disappeared down comment. the rabbit hole. Well, no, the irony of this is uh, <laughs> we're a audio medium. So in theory, people who use Braille would listen to us, and but nobody can see this uniform because it's on radio. Mind blown. Did that, did that make any sense? It made sense in my head. Just, I don't, like, I don't know he if just I... pointed out facts, but it didn't really. Like, <laughs> we love everybody. Uh, <laughs> 60 seconds more of baseball playoff potential brackets, whatever you want to talk about before we go to commercial. Yeah, so a pitcher I'll give a shout-out to, uh, Joseph Ingracia. He's a junior at Valhalla. Uh, had a huge last outing against Mira Mesa, and now on the season up to 33 strikeouts and only 17 and two-thirds innings. Um, so he's been doing really well. Uh, and then on the hitting side, uh, we've got multiple guys that are up tied for the, the section lead now in home runs, which three already is pretty impressive. Uh, Mac Bingham and Kevin Sim from Torrey Pines, they each have three. Thomas Seguis and Trent Lopez from Carlsbad, they each have three. Uh, Max Ford from Grossmont, he's up to three. So uh, a lot of power so far, which you don't always see in high school baseball. Yeah, we had some tournaments going on over the weekend with the GMC tournament. I would definitely like to give some shout-outs to Mira Mesa, Maranatha Christian, and Benita Vista all for winning their respective brackets in the GMC tournament. Man, Benita Vista, or as everyone likes to say, oh, it's just called Benita. Um, I'll call whatever I want. But, uh, (laughs) man, that team could change the whole power dynamic in the South Bay. With the squad that they have, yep, four committed players, and and Nate Nankill isn't even really hitting out of his mind right now, and he's supposed to be the best of all of those players. I mean, I was talking with Coach Palais earlier this week or late last week, and he was saying that his money is not on Nate making it to college, but hmm. going pro 
as a as a top round draft pick. And I mean, when you have that kind of talent that isn't really performing at your peak, and you're already out there, you know, murder balling people fifteen to one, they could be up to something this year. They could be up to something this year. Tommy's got a smile on his face. What's good? It's another great promotion. The Visalia Raw Rawhide with the um, <laughs> Bell of the Ballpark, the Grandma Beauty Pageant. So. <laughs> old ladies. Um, Saw them play last year at the did, Storm. Did you really? Yeah, yep. Class A. The Storm actually, I think, I don't know if this is true still, but they had the number one selling hat in minor league baseball. I'm sure eyes. it's got to be true. I mean, I know I have at nice least hat. one or it's two of them. Hat. <laughs> I know. I've seen a lot of people wear that hat that don't even know that it's a minor league baseball team. Yeah. They're just like, they like the design. Or maybe cool. they like to support High Tech High North County. That too. <laughs> you, you think that's for sure where they came up with that name, right? They, they had to steal it from, I would think. Uh, no, the storm stole it from high tech. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it was. But no, that, that's another it's unique a high school team show. Name. This is a high school show. <laughs> this is the angle we're always supposed to take with things. <laughs> the high school gets out of it first. Sorry, we're we talking about real baseball. Yeah, we were. Did I ruin it? What do you want? You want to, you, show of hands. We want to talk about real baseball, track, volleyball. Anyone care? What, you don't even really pay hey, attention. Going at this point. with the flow. Real baseball is great. All right, real baseball it is when we come back. All right, we will talk more real baseball when we come back from commercial break. Don't go anywhere. You listen to Southern California Prep Insider Radio here at San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Ooh, yeah, can do. from the garden. Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris, Christian Pedersen, Bodie Silva, Noah Alexander. Run the jewels? Yeah. I, I didn't know that song. Uh, Chase is here too. Hey, well, I, 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 hit the hey. Hey, you know what that is? You know, I don't. So well, I don't just know what he did. Tommy didn't score a lot of touchdowns. I definitely don't. <laughs> I, I scored a lot. Light. I don't like the side of the. I I, what is? Why did? I'm so. I you've never sense. sat in that ch- the chair before. I've or sat that, in your chair before. Yes, and I had no one threatened to take the, sh- the whole show away from me. <laughs> no, it was one heartbeat away from being in charge of this thing. Um, one heartbeat. Huh? Yeah. So we got a half hour left of the show. Um, we've talked baseball. We've talked volleyball in a, another podcast, but we had Nolan on here for about 20 seconds talking about that. Go check out that. We talked golf. Go listen to Tee It Up. We talked some track with Noah. I would just like to shout out a little bit about what's going on in uh, lacrosse, guys and girls, uh, this year because we had – uh, our first top 10 poll of the season come out over the weekend. And With guys, some kind comments, as always. People are always very happy to be ranked in the spots they're at, and no one is ever being slept on. Never. We've never ever. done the history of Dude, the internet. And they've been 100% accurate because we are computers. We don't have feelings. We look, just oh, look, I'll be real with the lacrosse community. It was decently polite compared to... Some True. of the other ones, um, <laughs> considering that a water polo one once wound up with someone accusing me of being a rampant alcoholic. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's bold. Yeah, no, that you, Tommy. I it's where, they even get, where can you even get that from? Like, where can you pull that? Because you love did, your kid she, too much. She, no, she, <laughs> asked, she asked if she asked if I had been drinking heavily before posting it. Oh. Um, Double tap response, just like nothing else, just double tap. Yeah, you, you just like it. Yeah. You like you like the comment. I love yeah. doing that. Yeah. Or a thumbs up. Yeah. Well, you can't do it. Well, you, you, can, do an emo- you can respond with an emoji, yeah, can you? Yeah, you can. I, was I think so. Like, I was thinking like double tap on like text messages. You can't like. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My oh, thing was she, she had been in the studio tap. like eight days earlier. Like a little emotion. And I was just so confused about why she was taking a shot at us when we had literally just met her in person. Um, 
But I digress. So look, I want to talk a little bit, a little bit about what's going on. Maybe she was a, like, ha, like trying to be like funny and like because like uh, we're like best friends. Yeah, I mean, well, let's not get too. Yeah, let's um, be good. So look, I want to address something. For the longest time, this has been a sport monopolized by Tory Pines, and you know, whatever, good for them. I'm good at something finally. Um, but Scripps Ranch on the girls' side this year, guys, they have not scored less than twenty in a game. And lacrosse is usually like 11 or 12 11. points is like a decent amount. Um, Scripps Ranch on the girls' side, all of their games are like 22 to 2, 25 to 5, 20 to 1. They are on a pace to have the largest margin of victory in state history given uh, – Wow. It's a relatively recent sport, but I mean how, – How aware of that do you think they are? I think that they are not necessarily aware of the statewide context of it, but I have, can tell you for a fact that they only have 14 girls on their team and you play 12 of them at a time. So they are leaving their starters in the whole time, like housing people with <laughs> with intent. Like They're like, running it up, like, but they have no choice to. Like 123 to, to 20 so far on the ratio in six games. So far this season? Six games. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> That's real nice. Um, so Scripps Ranch is going to legitimately challenge on that girls' side to break up uh, Torrey Pines' monopoly. La Jolla, San Marcos, LCC. Can we close that door so the, the freaking the late, vacuum. Late, the night, vacuum. late night radio, man, as the vacuum starts coming in here. Um, the, maybe that's the Grammys equivalent of us getting played off the, the stage. Yeah, exactly. Uh, over on the guys' side, though, we got to shout clean out. clean up the, the Diet Coke that was spilled earlier. Yeah, we got to shout out. Uh, guys' Tory is, is back to... Back to being in their fine form. LCC, though, they have a guy, J.J. Stillstrop, who is committed to the University of Denver. And that might be a reality check about this is a very different sport than the ones that we're talking about the rest of the season, football, basketball, baseball, because no one else, any of those sports would be like, why are you going to the University of Denver? I didn't know they had this. In <laughs> the lacrosse world, that is a major, major commitment. They were the first team on the West Coast, basically. Well, yeah, and they, but they were also the first team outside of the the staunchly Northeast group to win a national championship at the college level. So, JJ Silstrop and LCC definitely ones to check out. The interesting one, though, and this is ultimately why I'm forcing a lacrosse segment into this show, is that La Jolla High School has won three championships in a row, and they are now moving up into open division this season. And all I gotta say is we smacked Poway. <laughs> Let go. Um, we do have a, a reporter here, though, who is going to help us with some insight on the Canyon Crest girls team because they came in 10th this week. So you want to go ahead and reintroduce yourself for everybody that uh, is just joining us for hour number two and maybe missed your appearance in the first hour. Oh, I'm Dominic Stern. I go to Canyon Crest. I play baseball. So Dominic Stern, Canyon Crest, baseball. So he's decently busy, but you, you probably at least know something about the girls lacrosse team. Uh can you fill us in with some sort of basic scouting information? Uh, I know the other week they beat Rancho Buena Vista 21 to 2. So that is a uh, very strong win. I was actually uh I ran into them at the Raising Canes up in Vista after the game. So that was kind of funny. Uh <laughs> Is that the go-to after game spot? Uh, I mean if you're up there, yeah, but <laughs> it's uh it's kind of a haul from especially Canyon Crest. Quick, but... Raising Canes or Chick-fil-A? Uh it's Chick-fil-A. Okay, but uh, Keynes is a close second. All right, oh, wait. Second follow up question. They don't have ranch. That's a big L. Wait, what? Well, well, don't you? You go to Keynes for the sauce, though, don't you? Well, I I don't want to disgrace ranch. Ranch is by far my favorite sauce, so I only use the Keynes sauce when I'm eating my Texas toast. Oh, okay, that makes sense. 
I have a method to my madness. I'm a very... But don't just don't get lost in the sauce. Do you have ranch you keep with you at all times just in case? No. Okay. I'm not that I'm not that much of a freak. The best ranch, real quick, Phil's barbecue. I'm telling you, bro. Next time you go to Phil's barbecue, get the ranch and dip your fries in it. Okay. Uh the habit, they have a very good ranch. They're really the habit's habit. Good. Oh, yeah. Let's go, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like Yeah. Ranch is um, different. I get a follow up question <laughs> kind of that because you're talking about that being a trek. What do you consider like far? Like what what's like a what's like a crazy road game for a Canyon Crest team to play? Well, so I live in La Casa, and I make the trek down to Carmel Valley every morning. So what I consider to be far is really far for a lot of people. So I think anywhere below, south of the 52 is pretty far for us, and north of the 76. Deal. I'm not, I'm not here to judge. I'm just, yeah. yeah. Certain things sound funny. The, the yeah. Most, <laughs> so, yeah, like the most western lacrosse school is, like, is Utah. Or is Yes, Utah's for the guy's side. Utah's the, west of Colorado, the, right? Yes. Yeah. Nope. It's not. Help. Somebody help. I, I don't even know. <laughs> you have a map on your phone. Um, also, I have to look at the states in the United States now because I didn't know where Binghamton was, and I don't know apparently. It's Binghampton. Is it? It's Binghampton. Yes. So I've also said it wrong every time too. So good, good for you, Tommy. No, you said it exactly how you need to say it, Tommy. You do you. <laughs> Um, the other two teams that I got to shout out on the uh, on the, the the lacrosse radar, the guys. Hey, Utah is west of Colorado. Why'd you do that face and made me second guess myself? Because it's funny to watch <laughs> you second guess yourself about ge- geography. Um, the other two teams to shout out on the guys' side, Carlsbad. They are absolutely making a tear for it, and this will be an interesting year for Santa Fe Christian. See if uh, they they are perennially bouncing between that eight seed in open and that one seed in D1. If they can get down into D1, they should be able to win that championship. Uh, that's the lacrosse. Oh, I'll also just go ahead and say Hilltop's 2-1. Their girls' team's 2-1 right now. Um, you know, whatever. How did you know that? That's weird. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I do my research. What can I say? Uh, how's Nikki Lax doing? It, it, she's doing good. She has uh, more goals than there are games that they've played. So she's doing <laughs> nice. really good. Uh, they have a... Young team, but they're getting together. So has your sister become the leader of that team? Like, is she? Yeah. Uh, last year, there was a girl, Izzy. Uh, she was amazing. She had, uh, she was first team all league, player of the year. So now, like, she's kind of trying to fill in her shoes. But they have a good team that's around here. So just trying to teach her how to be So, a, so how are you, are, are there words of wisdom that you're trying to pass down on, on this is how I led uh, the team? So that, <laughs> I like, mean, I'm trying to make it about her as much as possible. But she is, like, the type of person that asks for a lot of advice. So I kind of just tell her, you know, to keep working hard, lead by example. And then, like, you got to make sure that the people that you're leading, like, you got to make sure that you know that you believe in them. So when you have with someone that believes in you, you know, you work a little harder and you get a little better. So that's kind of what I try to tell her, believe in your teammates and the rest will come. And she's going to rock she's the same that. eye black that you were rocking oh, senior year? No, she, she looks nicer than I. I just, I try to go all crazy eye black, but she's just chilling. She's had Does like she a drink clean... pickle juice? Has she at least absorbed no, that? She no? hasn't had to. She, she, she's been blessed with uh, calves that don't cramp like mine do. So she just, she doesn't need the pickle juice, but she do be running. I do have, have to teach her how to like when to go and when not to go because she plays midfield, so. Are, are you like are you like that guy who's in the stands yelling instructions to her mid game? Uh, I don't yell instructions, but I'm very loud in the crowd. Like when she <laughs> scores, I get I get hyped. Do you have, do you have a, like a foghorn? What's it called? No, I don't have one on me, but my voice is enough. I lose my voice after every game for sure. 
Like, if she makes a stop, like, you can't, like, bro, you ran into a brick wall. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. She plays good defense. Or, like, when she scores, I'm like, that's easy. We work on those. Like, I say little stuff like that in the crowd. And I feel like I bring uh, an, an interesting dynamic to girls lacrosse when I go to the games. Bring the energy. Do you think you would have been a good lacrosse player? Uh, I feel like you would have yeah, been a good I lacrosse would, player. I would. Uh, no disrespect to lacrosse. I know it's a very hard sport, but I feel like I would have been able to jump out there, especially in like San Diego, South Bay. Oh, you would have been I great to watch jump play. out there. Probably play defense, just try to hit. Like, oh, that's their best player. Hit him a couple times with that long, the long pole. Yeah, LSM man, long stick midi. Been my dream job. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. So it's not like a stigma to have that longer stick. It's like, oh man, like. You know, you're not a scorer. Oh no, it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a badge of honor because that's that that longer stick is much much harder to operate because you mostly when you grow up playing with those shorter sticks, from what I understand, you're used to being like this is how I guard somebody right like you stick right. yeah. you stick on someone's hip that way you're about four feet away from somebody trying to like. Like like, yeah. like it, pick pretty, at them like like yeah. like trying to flick the ball out. It'd be, and, it'd be fun to hit somebody with one of those. You, can you just fall on swing and hit someone like oh, a baseball absolutely. bat. Absolutely, fun. yeah. See, that's the why. That's the one thing I didn't. I was like, they could do that. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm good. I'm chilling. That's like I think that's the one thing that kept me away from it. Like my senior year from trying it out. I was like, I'm not trying to get hit with that. Like, <laughs> I know. I think the crazy thing about like lacrosse. Full on body, like going at me. You know, trying to tackle me. Really? With a stick. So you'd, you'd rather you'd rather have. It's like weird logic. Like baseball too. Like. Growing up, I never wanted to get pegged. I hate. I would eat it up for the team. I'd be like, "Dad, I gotta take this." You'd, ah. you'd rather meet CJ Verdell in the gap. Oh yeah. Than have a lacrosse stick broken over your shoulder when you have yeah. pads on. Yeah, ten times out of ten. I don't know. It's just a weird like thing. I'm pretty sure a lot of football players feel like that too. Like they're able to put their body on line, but like for baseball, getting pegged or like in lacrosse, getting hit with the stick, it just feels different because it's not like somebody. I guess. Fair enough. I think the crazy thing about lacrosse is the goalies don't wear like leg pads, and the ball comes really fast. I feel like you got hit they, in the shin for those. They choose to wear no, they don't wear shin pads either. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. They choose to even wear shorts. That's it's I psychopath. Thought, move. Oh, one thing I saw in a, I watched a boys lacrosse game uh, last week, and I saw the goalie like they got, the goalie got a save and then went all the way to the other side and shot it. Yeah, you can and do I, that. Like, that's the biggest like <laughs> form of disrespect I think you could do in lacrosse. Like best one I've ever seen of those, and then we we can close out the segment of, of lacrosse unless you have uh, something else to contribute to the the goalies uh nate mcpeak from east lake a couple years ago he's currently playing at syracuse that kid that's is amazing. built like a tank like six two, 200 something type pounds uh made the save with about 40 seconds left to go in the half so he decided oh i'll take this out last shot he saw an opportunity to come across the the midfield go in and score in the act of coming across the field a about a hundred and twenty-five pound kid from Hilltop didn't wow. see him. Wow! Limited situational awareness. So uh, <laughs> there's nothing he could have done. <laughs> Nate might have trucked the kid, I'm broken one of his ribs, sent him to the uh, hospital, and scored the goal. I hope the kid's um, okay though. Oh, he was okay. But okay. The, the 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 adding insult to literal injury of yeah. I, I'm going to run you over and I'm going to score from the yeah. other end of the field. That's so disrespectful. Like I want to know how you, as a team, how do you recover from that? That's like a strip sack for a 45-yard touchdown. That's the big man scoring it, too. No, that's even, no, it's like when they put the lineman in a fullback and throw him the ball. 
and oh, he, and he in the flats and he scores. <laughs> that's what it's like. Yeah. Like, come on. Um, we're that's gonna. So yeah, we'd have to fight. <laughs> we're going to get a quick break here. We have 15 more minutes left on the show. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio here on San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Yes, sir. <laughs> Welcome back, Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio. Tommy Morris, Christian Patterson, Noel Axina, Bodie De Silva. Chase is here as well. Don't know this song either. At SD Prep Insider. No, not again. More Run the Jewels? It's the same song? No, no, that's a. Oh, Tommy. What happened? Run the Jewels is a is a is a a duo of artists. That Is it really? <laughs> multiple songs for people. Uh, I'm there with you. No oh, idea. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm so not cool. I can see <laughs> that. you're a cool dude at the same time. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I don't know the where. I don't I'm know where genuinely the, not cool. I'd be very curious, though, if Run the Jewels counts as cool if I'm yeah. here uh, saying that I like their music. That might immediately disqualify them from being cool. Oh. Um, we've got 15 minutes left here in the show. We've talked about. Basically everything other than Tommy's conspiracy theories and whatever he is, uh, you know, read the Run the Jewels a little bit, then find some sort of conspiracy theory about Run the Jewels. Um, Deal. Bodie, Noah, anything that we've left out today? Um, Any sports that you feel like we're not getting around to yet? Let's see. I mean, we've got everything, but I'm always happy to talk more baseball. Yeah, so Bodie, uh, first thing I got to say is if we are going to talk baseball, our King of K's voting for this week is now live. Yes, active. It is now voiced up. by yours truly. Everyone, go check it out and send in more videos if you have any cool strikeouts. Yeah, keep sending us your strikeout videos, uh, Bodie. Who might be a team or two that's not in that like D one, D two, D three? Like, do you have any teams in the in the lower divisions that you're interested in talking about? Do you yeah. have anything? Yeah. So uh, a team actually, I gave a top ten vote to this week. Uh, Sampa Squall. Uh, two wins last week, a no-hitter and a one-hitter, and then came back today and scored 13 runs in the win over Oceanside. So uh, they've won seven in a row now. Uh, they won the D4 title last year. Uh, shortstop Elijah Jackson's going to Kansas State. Um, I think they're a team to look out for, and right now probably the top of D3. And Jackson's dad is, um, oh my gosh, Am I, never mind. I, yeah, it's Damian Jackson. It's Damian Jackson's kid, right? But there's a lot of... Um, players kids that are now in high school that are doing well yes we had a whole thing <laughs> about bavacqua earlier bavacqua yes. yeah we have canyon crest in studio who's playing poway tomorrow and they have kyle nevin son of phil and brother of the other nevin kid who tyler <laughs> yeah <Yep. laughs> tyler nevin it's yeah especially with names like like bavacqua like you can't hide that yeah yeah there's no way that that's not that guy's kid you know true so <laughs> i don't know it makes me feel old when i when i remember seeing a guy playing in the major leagues and then their kid is now of age to be playing in college. It's crazy to me. Yeah, we had the uh, the two Hoffmans at Cathedral a couple of years ago. Uh, I know Torrey Pines JV, they have Grezelonic on his way oh. up. So there's a, lot of, there's a lot of names all over the county. Mark Grezelonic's kids? Or kids, singular? Funny story about the Hoffmans. Uh, they were going to go to Canyon Crest, but they did not get into the lottery. Oh. Back when we had the lottery, so they ended up going to Cathedral. That would have been awesome for our baseball facility. We would have, it would have Trevor been. Hoffman Field or something like that. And but I mean, hey, everything worked out for the best. Yeah, everything happens for a reason. The lottery that reminds me of. Um, you guys are stuck with a busted old, old uh, Raven suit that nobody has any interest in wearing. And oh uh, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you've seen that thing, it's it's quite ugly. I wanted to speak about it, but I was sitting in the back, so like you know, whatever. 
Wait, does he? So what? Would that only be a basketball thing? What other sport could the Ravens show it's, up to? It basically only shows up to pep rallies. Okay. So it and makes is this ASB's fault, or like, like, who do we need to address? Well, on campus? so before I discredit ASB for not bringing out Rupert the Raven, our <laughs> sports commissioner Roger Agarwal does a great job of getting people out to our games. He runs our CCA.RavenNation Instagram. But we, I think it would be cool if we get the Raven out a little more. But what they're doing with our sports, with our sports games is fantastic right now. So it's hard to complain about not having the Raven out there. We got a name. No, it's not. It's not. You just sit in here in a studio where no one else from your school is with an <coughs> eye shot, and you just, and you just blast. <laughs> you go. Let me teach you the art of a hot take. This is how you use this platform. <laughs> let's see, let's see. You come in here and you go. You know what? I have been working my butt off for this school. Mm-hmm. I bleed red and black. And the fact yes, that sir. this school cannot manage to get one person from ASB to dress up <laughs> in that costume and come support us. Say it louder. I mean, I'm out here grinding. I'm putting in hours. I'm getting there at 5 a.m. to cheer on the water polo team at practice. I'm showing up to our basketball All team. Facts, no I'm showing up to our football games. We don't even have a football team, and I'm supporting that. And they can't get this measly Raven to come show up for one inning of one. I'm not asking for the whole game. Just one inning of one game. Just show a little love. We can't get one kid that borderline uh, heat exhaustion issues. Have you guys seen Manny Pacquiao and then uh, his uh, trans Translator, like mean translator, or like the Barack Obama, nice one. Then the Barack Obama translator, he says, "I mean it." Yo, I was just Christianing him right now. So you know what, Roger? I need to see you at our next home game uh, against San Marcos in the Raven. I need to see you there. Ooh. Okay, okay, I'll accept that. that you, was, I liked it. Wait, where would he? Where would he hang out during the game? Where, where would be a good, a good spot for the mascot? Could uh, you? He could come in the dugout, could he? Uh, I don't know. Maybe we have some uh, former alumni no, it coming in the just dugout, be sitting in the dugout. No, no explanation why yeah. there's a why there's a raven just sitting in the dugout and just have it go. Coach I don't know. It would be kind of funny because we have bleachers right behind home plate. If he's like when uh they're pitching and we're hitting, if he's just standing back there just like calling, like flapping his wings, that'd be pretty epic. That'd be pretty sweet. And then well, you could put him out in center field uh, when the other team's batting. Have a little. Uh, have a little I mean, well, the no, there's the, the fence. fences. The fence. Oh, that's yeah, right. The fence has black. Uh, Dang it. Yeah. We got to get him a angels in the outfield uh, him a scene there with sure, him flapping why not? Be I mean, behind. Anything's possible. Another sports movie. Yeah, that's a good dude. That's an underrated one. Eh, it's all right. It's it's all right. It's all right. I mean, it's good. Young Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Also, what was Kansas smoking a cigarette in a Disney movie? What are you talking about? It's <laughs> a legend, a unicorn of a film. It's a pretty good baseball movie. Pretty good baseball movie. Rookie of the Year is great. Little Big League is good. Buzz yeah, that's a good one. I think that might be like every kid's dream, getting to be like the manager of a random team. Yeah, I want to be a manager of the Padres someday. And and and, and to have to potentially trade for Ricky Henderson. Oh, yeah, he gets called. That, that's when I, yeah, the, the principal's all excited. So speaking of Ricky Henderson, uh got released today. He's going to be in MLB The Show this year. So Ooh. That's, that's pretty cool. What, what like, version of him? Uh, I don't know. He was on every team, I think. He was on the Padres. He, he was. was. He, mainly like twice. I have, I have a Ricky Henderson jersey. That's pretty epic. You actually do. I can. I, I do. You've, you've worn that into the show a couple of you times. You have it's the nice. weirdest jersey. Is like he in the Padres Hall of Fame? Famous. He might be. Well, he's kind of sad. He, he said, didn't he do three thousand hits and the run record as a Padres? Yes, no, just the run record. Just the run record. Oh. What about stolen bases? No, he was an A. He was an A for that because there's that iconic photo of him. Oh, like, he took the, the ba- yeah, he just took the base home. Correct. Yeah, I, I don't think he cleared that with the stadium. I think he just did that on his own. Yeah. Okay. So, question, question for you. We've had this debate with some of our teammates. What's the more iconic stolen base? Ricky Henderson with the bag, or Dave, Dave Roberts, Roberts, or Dave, Dave Roberts came for. Um, the most iconic stolen base. In- that made his career basically. 
I mean, that's what that's what you mean. No for like you know, like that was the start of. Brandon's got his his Yankees hat on. He's not happy. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And that's that's a great it's a great thirty for thirty too. I, think I will I will go. Uh, I, I, that's not even a, a right, debate. Gonna... I will go ahead and say though that that stolen base, top ten moments in baseball history. Yeah, I mean okay. that's what I've been trying to convince my teammates, but they're not having go, it. Well, more grandiose, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, okay, so I was just saying I was just thinking like because the magnitude of the game, for Dave Roberts and like. The situation, like the curse of the Bambino, I think that all plays into it. And then for him to steal like that. Oh, and it was on Mariano Rivera. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, she wasn't necessarily good for home plate. Wait, wait. We say that in the microphone. I mean, Mo's not necessarily quick to home plate. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. But, but, but like, quick moved you, first, everyone knew he was going. Yeah, Correct. First. Correct. Moved to first. Yes. Yeah. So we kept him close. Yes, but as a pitcher who prides himself on being very quick to home base, only uh, runners are two of five on me this year. Also, credit to my catchers, Ethan Swidler, Patrick Cunningham. Couldn't do that without you. You have to be quick to home plate, especially in a situation where you know Roberts is You always first. slide step? I always slide step, yes. I think that's what I like about baseball the most is the strategy. I guess the little things, you know? I used to freak me out because, well, I mean. You have to. Otherwise, baseball just seems like boring. And it just seems like, whoa, what am I doing? Like, when you, I feel like baseball, you could make more fun out of it than it, you know? Oh, 100%. Talking about baseball is more interesting oftentimes (laughs) than watching it. (laughs) Talking about the averages. Yeah. I mean, well, also, I watched um, a cricket documentary on Netflix. Now I'm into that. So, (laughs) the Mumbai Indians. Shout out Moneyball. Moneyball's good. Moneyball's good. good. You got to watch this cricket thing, though. Bet. It'll make you a cricket fan. It will. Bet. Those test, match, tonight, those test yeah, matches last couple days, though. No, yeah, but it's, it's T20 or whatever it's called. Where it's, it's just the one-day one. Okay. I, I like that you knew what that word was, or that phrase. I got stuck in the uh, Nairobi airport once for 18 hours, and I had to watch nothing but cricket. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That sounds awful, like, actually. I wonder how like, the best cricket players in the world feel like. Are well, they, just, are they it, like, I mean, super what, athletic? Like, what are they like? Are, they, are there any like six four two? Yeah, yeah, yeah there's a few tanks. Like, yeah, the Samoans, like, the Samoans, they're huge. I don't know necessarily about okay, the speed, like, but okay. they're built like tanks. Yeah, they're big. Okay, that's cool. And, and they can, they have to some... catch that ball. Like yeah. that's impressive. Yeah, okay, they're but they're athletes. What am I playing? I'm not just. I mean, it's very similar to baseball. It's like, it's like you can be unathletic and still be good at it, or you can be super athletic and be good at it. Coming up on Thursday, we have Noah kind of walk himself through. Whether or not people are athletes. No, yeah, they are. They are. Uh, that, that was <laughs> run live radio. That's my fault. I blew it. But, okay, shout out rugby players, Wait. though, too. Rugby players are nasty. All right, I got a suggestion to ask about Philly's Fortnite in the clubhouse last year. So they banned, did they ban Fortnite? Oh. It has to be they, turned off the second the game starts. But they were playing it during the game? They were playing it during the game, and one of their players walked in and smashed the Carlos TV Santana. with a bat. Carlos Santana? Yeah, yeah. he's now, like, is he a Mariner now? He's, um, he's not on the Phillies. I've done the same thing. That's which is such he's an the, He's on the Indians now. But yeah, I, yeah. All right, that's crazy. All right, we got to get out of here pretty soon. Does anyone have any last things that they want to say before we... Don't play Fortnite like that. Don't like play Fortnite. They said, because that's messed up. Don't I, play Fortnite, I, period. I the what, wait, really quickly. What, what's the maddest you've ever been at a video game? What did you do? I've thrown, I've thrown a controller before. I've thrown a controller. Uh, one time, uh, my mom's friend was staying at our house because my parents were in Australia, I think, and she had her desk set up in oh, there. Oh, no. And and will be the show lagged, and I, <laughs> and I kicked her desk, uh, her desk <laughs> place, and uh, her computer fell off. Ooh, it a slippery wasn't slope. broken. Nothing, nothing bad, but that's what happened. I, like I said, I take it very what, seriously. What, what was your version? But the game lagged. Like, yeah. you're expecting that to be well, a, no, a because, valid excuse? Because I think it was MLB 17, the show, 
And that was the game where the servers were complete trash. Yeah, but what did you have, what did you tell her when she's like, "Why is my computer on the ground?" Did you? Oh, no, oh, well, she, she was there. Oh, she saw it happen. Yeah, she was there. Did you explain to her that the game lagged and it's? Yeah, fine? I told her because like I was up. Was I remember the situation. Game. I was up two nothing in the third inning of a battle royale game, and uh, I hit a ball in the gap, and then the game lagged and it froze. Oh no! And and you have guaranteed win, bro. Exactly. I mean, yes. So man, and then I've been pissed too. Yeah, Cause it happens to me exactly. Not in draft champions. Every time I'm not even allowed to because my team's not good enough. No, um, it's better not. <laughs> all right, um, we'll get out. Of, we, yeah, we got to do a group. Um, it'll be the show challenge, whatever. Um, we will be back Thursday. We have one hour on Thursday. Sage Creek baseball will be in, so make sure to listen to that. You've been listening to Southern California Prep Insider Sports Radio here in San Diego Sports Leader, the Mighty 1090. Oh, God!